again in the fifth dimension lounge i am your host duke welcome the whole gang we have mj chuck and tim here good to see everybody great episode tonight we're gonna be we have a handful of different things to talk about our main topic we're gonna keep relatively short tonight but we're gonna talk our favorite video games ever uh and why but we have so many other things to talk about how's everybody doing tonight fantastic excellent I think that's good. I never know what I'm going to get out of them. You just never know. He dares to be different. <laughs> My favorite was the time he's like, fuck me, or something like that. It was rough. Well, we had a little adventure last week. Uh, the Duchess was listening to the radio, 106.7, which honestly, she doesn't listen to. That's my station, and I had left it on in her car. And she was about to drive out, and she heard Doug Podell on WLLZ, The yep. Wheels, and they were giving away Elton John tickets. And just, I don't know, a week or two ago, we were talking about concerts, and I talked about how I missed Billy Joel. Right, right, right. And I yeah. was so upset about it. And then, you know, you also had my hair bands that came through, Poison, Molly Crew, and I described how I really dropped the ball, and I haven't been to enough concerts this year, and I didn't even know those were coming. So here, Elton John's coming for his farewell tour. My wife already went to see him earlier in the year with her mother and brother. I did not go. Not because I didn't want to. I just wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> so here Ellen John's coming away for his farewell tour. I really wanted to go see him, but you know, extremely expensive tickets. We got a lot going on. Do I really need to see Elton John? I thought, no, I don't have to. Like I, I respect him. I like his music. Do I need mm -hmm. to see him? Eh. Well, she comes home one day, super excited. She called Doug Podell on the WLZ. She was number, caller number 10. She won the tickets. She was just jumping up and down. It was like she was in high school going to New Kids on the Block concert. She was so fucking excited. That's great. So I jumped up and down with her to make her feel good, and I, I was excited as well. Mm. So we get to Monday. We're going to go to that show. Mom comes over to watch the kids. It's an adult date night, and this year I'm trying really hard to be in the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm in sales. Everything's go, 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 quick, quick, quick. i got to check my email. i got to check my text. i got to respond to this. I'm just going to let everything go. And I'm just going to concentrate on the atmosphere, the ambiance, and just try to enjoy it. So I took a joint, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going to really enjoy this. Yeah. So we pull up to the parking structure. Show starts at 8, 7.45. I'm like, we got this. Well, it's no problem. We're going to get there. I had my prepaid parking. We zip right in. I'm smoking my joint in the parking structure as we're running down the steps. Going to the show. We are just walking to our seats when he starts with Benny and the Jets. Fucking fantastic. I never knew I wanted to see Elm John until I saw him. Mm. And then it was like, oh my God, I needed to see him. Right. He was incredible. He sang so well. Now he's he's older. Yeah. He's, he can't hit some of those notes, but he's got a backup singer in his band that helps him get to some of those notes. So he'll sing something a little bit lower, but that backup singer helps him hit it. Just like Paul McCartney does, if you've seen Paul McCartney play. You know, he's in his 70s. He can't hit those notes either. But the whole show, I mean, he sang all his hits. The place was ecstatic. Everybody was on their feet. Everybody was so happy. And I just sat back. And I was watching the people. I was listening to the music. And I was high as balls. It was great. It was in such a good it's place. Awesome. He sang everything he was supposed to. Now, now, where were you guys sitting at? So it was at Comerica, right? Well, they were the free tickets from WLLZ. So they right. weren't going to be the greatest, right? We already knew sure, this. Sure, yeah. Um, but I told her as we were walking in, it doesn't matter where we sit. 
free tickets, Elton John's farewell tour. Like, we're never going to forget this. The seats were all the way to the right side, second, uh, I don't want to say second floor, but what's that called? Upper deck. Second deck. Upper deck, but yeah. not, not the third floor area. This was in the 200s, not the 300s. Okay. 300s is higher at Comerica. 200s is... So you guys are basically like mezzanine seats, right? Where, above Where the that, concourse is at? Or above that to the right. Above the concourse, okay. Yeah, so looking down. I put some pictures up on Instagram and yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Um, so much fun. What a great experience. But That's see, awesome. I would, I would like... I would rather sit down for that type of concert. Yeah. I mean, I remember going to the M&M... M&M. Get it. M&M. Get it. M&M. There it is. Yay. Uh, ding, ding. And, and Jay-Z concert there uh, with a few buddies. Uh, we had just, what would those be considered? I mean, Main it's not, floor. Yeah, what, yeah. But general, there is no floor. Yeah, right? general, like, admission, main field, general admission. General admission, right? Yeah. Which, was, which was fun. Mm-hmm. But man, <laughs> that was a long concert too. Uh, uh, I don't have the energy for yeah, that. Yeah, for, it's a young man's game. Yeah. Sit, sit me down. Yeah, I'm in the I'm, same I'll take a seat now. I wanted my designated zone. <laughs> well, you don't. I mean, you said it, told a story a few weeks back about somebody's armpit that you were yes. living in during a show. Like, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. don't oh, want to yeah. be in that. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm too old for that shit. Uh, so, wonderful experience. But we start having this conversation of the concerts we've seen and who is like the most famous person we've seen. Now, we've both seen Paul McCartney. We've both seen the Rolling Stones. But man, how is Elton John not in that conversation? Mm-hmm. You have one of the Beatles. The Rolling Stones and Elton John, I mean, those are three fucking really strong names for best show ever, best artist ever. I mean, that's tough. They all have movies made after them, right? It's good stuff. In some regard, I would say so. Right. I mean, I can think of a couple different types of Beatles movie and that one a couple years ago about, uh, was it called Help Me? No. Was it the the guy that woke up as, and and he knew all the songs and no one else knew any of the songs? I watched that. That was a good movie. Oh, was a really I didn't good watch movie. that. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about, though. It was a really good movie. Yeah. I watched that one on an airplane, and it just was perfect. I watched it on an airplane. Really? Yep. <laughs> hey. Um, anyway, it was, it was a great I really show. I a lot of movies Wait, It wasn't the same airplane, right? <laughs> no, it was not. not. <laughs> it was sitting on my lap. One <laughs> seat, please. You were flying Delta, weren't you? I just wondered if this was like, a, like the Applebee's thing where we had to figure out if you guys were like in the same Applebee's. Right. Like, Are you sure you weren't on the same plane? No, you flew a Delta, probably. Yeah. So we were going out on a heist meeting once uh, somewhere, and we were on the same flight. It was like 7.30 in the morning, and we get there at the same time and see each other, Tim and I. We're like, fuck, we're on the same flight? Like, God's going to take this thing down. Like, <laughs> two evil people like us on one flight, this is, this is doomed. Well, then our friend Missy showed up, and she was this nice, perky, just really bubbly girl. It's like, oh, he's not going to take you out. Yeah, yeah. No, this is, we're, we're fine. She cancels us out. Yeah. Well, years later, I found out how dirty that bitch was. I mean, she, and I don't mean like filthy, like doing stuff, but like she had a, a dirty sense of humor like we do. It's like, oh, yeah, she's we like dodged a MJ. bullet. Yeah. <laughs> we did dodge a bullet. Yeah, we were lucky they didn't take us down. She's just a pageant girl. At the, that's why I think sometimes they come off as so innocent. Right. They, they like they don't like to let that part of them show unless they're extremely comfortable with you because they gotta right. always have on that pageant air about them. Yeah, always but they love anal. Stage. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was totally going to say that. Yeah, next she time. was getting there. You beat her to it. Yeah, you did. You took my punchline. You stole her thunder, man. <laughs> You're taking too long. <laughs> you know, you got to ease up to it. You know, mm-hmm. that's the. Well, I'm sure I've told you the story before, so I will keep it relatively brief. But when we were at that heist, 
Gabe and I used to take what we called hooker bombs, those cards with hookers to Las Vegas. Like we collected them like baseball cards. We would hide them on each other. Well, he put them in an umbrella of mine in my cube, and I did not know that. It was raining outside. Missy's like, oh, man, I got to run across the street. I'm like, take my umbrella. <laughs> did not know. She came back 15 minutes later with this pile of hooker cards, hooker bombs, and she hands it to me. She's like, these fell out of your umbrella. I could not have been more embarrassed. <laughs> that might be the That's greatest awesome. accidental practical joke somebody's ever played on me. Also, I do want to, because you're talking about her, I have to... Talk about when she came in to interview. I sat outside the manager's <laughs> office where she interviewed, and and Duke came over to hang out in my cubicle because there was a cute blonde being interviewed <laughs> in the manager's office right outside my cubicle. And then he like walked her to the manager's office and was hanging out waiting for her and trying to be all coy. And then the manager was shaking her hand saying thanks for coming in and she started walking him down the hallway and Duke was trying to wrap it up and he's like, hang on, I'll, I'll walk you to the door. <laughs> You shut like, your mouth when you're talking to me. I love this story. I think this might be my favorite story ever. And it felt like he like kind of chased after her in order. Oh to- yeah. This story has slowly gotten worse over the years. No, that's I'm, exactly I'm okay how it with went. It. I, I will let her tell her story the way she wants to. I think it was a little different than that. Oh, well, how was it in your mind? Didn't you? Didn't you also sit down? Weren't you the? person on the floor that had to sit down with her yes prior to they the had interview. me meet her at the door they had right. me bring her in they had her sit with me to talk about what we do right and this was after she was in a manager's office so i was waiting on her but from mj's point of view i can see how she'd think it and to be honest i'm not ashamed i'll no, talk to hot women no. all day yeah. all day i totally knew why you did it there was a bunch was- of fat ugly people there i just didn't even want to work with <laughs> or talk to and i avoided it was just okay. really funny. And I'm not saying I didn't like them because they were fat and ugly. Their personalities sucked. So they were just all around <laughs> shitty. That's okay. Obviously, present <laughs> company excluded. Hey, I got lots of fat, ugly friends. <laughs> like I said, I'm probably in there. <laughs> Hold on a second. Fat, check, ugly, check. Yeah, oh, come on. I'm just fucking around. I know he's not. I'm just kidding. Hey. Nobody said anything about ugly, though. <laughs> like, no, he's not fat. Yeah, he's not fat. He's just oh, God. He's yeah. ugly enough as it is. Why are you going to pile on him yeah. and say fat? What was the hair thing? I don't remember. <laughs> you're not ugly. I'm just kidding. Hey, I I, say, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think you're either. Nobody's ugly. Things. I will say this. Uh, we talked about this probably one of the in, within the first 10 episodes about maybe it was later than that. Um, I'm down almost 30 pounds. Are you really? What? On a Skittle diet? Yeah, right? What's up? Did you cut a leg off? How did you get down that fast? Cut my penis off, finally. Well, that's a, Uh, what is that, like an eighth? That's an eighth. Less. (laughs) You've been dwindling it down for years with all your injuries. (laughs) Chuck's down like 60 pounds. Yeah, 60 pounds in the last four years. That's awesome. That's funny. What was that ruckus? You were saying? You're back? (laughs) What were you saying? Somebody almost got fired for chewing gum. Live on air. Can I tell you something? So I I give you guys so much shit for all the little noises you make. Yeah. Two weeks ago, that episode, when I'm high, I am just... (laughs) (laughs) Kicking the table and hitting it. And I'm listening to it as I'm editing. I'm like, who the fuck is... Oh, that's my mic. Oh, I was really high. What a dick. So Uh, it's not just you guys. I love that. We love when you reprimand yourself. You know what I'd like to do is get a quick update on pot seeds and how your plants are growing. Oh, Because okay. mine's at a new stage. 
I have a whole Tell new us. stage. Well, I don't want to spoil it yet. Like, let's, I mean, you guys I'll are behind first. me, so I feel like it should go with MJ since hers are probably just about to go outside. I will. No, <laughs> they've, I've had them outside, but I did upgrade their containers upgrade. this okay. last weekend, which they, I feel like, have already doubled yeah. in size with that their natural new sunlight. Spay. Yes. Are they out there? Can we see them? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When, when we go out on our break, on our down. smoke break, hey, oh. you don't want to assassinate my. I wouldn't my let Chuck see where they are. He wants to win this bud. thing. I would never. I would never. I got a piss. I would never. Everybody needs weed. Well, why would we destroy anything? That's a great point. Yeah. True. Because we want to win. This is Duke projecting. Because he incredibly wants to win. I don't okay, care if well, I win. Okay, well, as far as time goes, you're winning. <laughs> ding, ding. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, time was never a criteria. <laughs> Don't don't give him that. You know what? Give him that. That's okay. It's, it's a it's a minor win that he I think had. it's a huge win because everybody was itching for those seeds and begging for those seeds. I gave you those seeds, and then I thought I was behind. I'm like, I can't believe it's been two weeks since I gave everybody those seeds. I better hurry and plant these. And you motherfuckers are still had them up your butt. <laughs> I, no I'm not mad there. at me. No, I'm not mad at you either. So third harvest. Yeah, they went from they went from noon to six. How are they what? looking? They look great. You got bud on them yet? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I need to figure out when is the time to actually start. You know, clipping bud. Yeah, sixty nine yeah. days from the time you plant. <laughs> Perfect. I totally kept track of that. <laughs> you gave me all that shit for not labeling which was which, but I know when it's it's time to harvest. But someone's you know got what? a calendar. I'm gonna do it by feel. Okay. It's just I don't know. So I go I, with my gut. I took mine in the next stage. I had four plants that were clearly blue dream that were ready. Okay. Um, and I, the only reason I know they were ready is because I Googled it and it said, if you look at the pistols and about a certain percentage, I want to say it was 50% have turned brown, they're ready to clip. So that's what I did. So I cut them at the base. I trimmed the shit out of the leaves. Uh, so it's just the whole stem with then bud on each mm-hmm. of these long to branches. And I went to hang them in the garage. So I had a, a little like nook in the back where I keep all my tools and the electrical box and all that kind of shit. Hung a little rope. I was going to hang them there. And it's fucking humid as yeah, shit I in Michigan. Yeah, I was thinking that. And I thought, oh, this is a great idea. So I did a little research. And it says you really want it to be in a cool place, 60 to 70 degrees. Basement. Well, and it can't be too cold. And you don't want a lot of moisture. My basement is going to be damp from the air conditioner. Mm. So we have one bathroom we have a, a quad level house, right? Mm-hmm. It's got a concrete basement and then a floor that goes out to the backyard that we have like a TV room in my office, a kid's playroom and a bathroom. Then the, uh, the next floor up has the kitchen living room and the floor up above that is our bedroom, uh, all the bedrooms. But that first floor that has a bathroom is very private. We don't very use it very often, right? It's just the boys who run in there to pee. I hung up string in there. I covered the vents with cardboard and then used painter's tape around it. And uh, clo- I hung up string, hung up the plants in there, closed the door, and put a big note. Don't open door. <laughs> don't open door. Put tape over Which the door. Which means open door. The whole bathroom or just like the shower <clears throat> stall? The whole bathroom. Because oh. it smells like stanky. It probably. does. It yeah. smells like fucking Reefer. heaven. <laughs> yeah. so, so I asked the Duchess if I could do this first. And she was hesitant, but... You know, she, she wants to win this bet too. So <laughs> yes. she's like, okay. And it's only a week. We're talking about a week total, right? Oh, that's all you have to do a week? Yeah, just a week. So I put it in Tuesday. Going to have it there till next Tuesday. But I went in the next day to check on it. Just to, you know, I read all the shit about light. So I'm waiting till the daytime to open the door and go in so I can see. And I want some fresh air to get in there and air it out. I have a fan going just to keep the air moving. Mm-hmm. 
feeling really good about it. But I opened that door and it fucking hit me in the face, man. <laughs> I was in the weed jungle. It was crazy how much that smells in that one little room, yeah. but you close the door and you can't smell it. So this will be interesting come Tuesday. By the time the Duchess hears this and how bad that room stinks, <laughs> you'll be taking them out. It'll all be down. <laughs> so I got that going for me. It dries fast. She may not let me do this ever again because it's, it's going to be rough. It dries fast. I think it would have been fine in your basement. You think so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That room's huge, though. That's where I paint, and I don't want the kids to see it and all that kind of stuff. I'm still... Yeah, no, I understand. Um, if you had a place that was a little bit more secluded yeah. right in the basement, it would have been fine down there. You've been back there, back yeah. where the lounges. Yeah. No, well, that's good. Lounges there. There. My son said, Mom, is that what I think it is? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And I said, you know, it's legal, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're explaining it to him. <laughs> well, because I don't want to lie to him. I'm not going to lie. Not. I 100% good. agree. Being honest is key. So how much are you telling him? I didn't. I haven't told them anything about yeah. why I'm growing it. Because yeah. it's fucking pretty. Growing it because I'm gonna smoke it, kid. <laughs> Can I tell you what <laughs> Jeff I didn't does tell to him me? That. Can I tell you what Jeff does? Every time I go to his house, he his son will come in. He'll be like, Duke's here because he just wants to get high again. I can't. You're you're confusing me. I'm already I'm already done this. You're like talking like an IKEA instruction manual right now. He tells his kid like I don't even want to tonight, but Duke's here, so he's making me get high. I'm like you motherfucker. I didn't even know what pot was till you came into my life. <laughs> what are you doing to me? So what do I do with this? Do I smoke out of this? Do I light this over right. here? What is this stuff? Do I put this on my hamburger? <laughs> Sprinkle it on like pepper? It's a horrible idea. Uh. <laughs> Well, no matter what happens, I think we're all going to be winners here. But the best news, my favorite part of all of this is I I accidentally timed mine pretty right because I need to let it cure for a month. So right now, what is it? It's like July 21st. So I still got a few more days. It'll be almost the end of August. I'll let it cure for a month, which you put it in a bucket, seal it up airtight, uh, and it continues to dry and cure itself. And you have to burp it, you know, the first week, a couple times a day. Then after that, just once but you do that for like a month. Hmm. This shit is going to be ready to go when we go to Ludington for our man weekend. Nice. So I'm going to have okay. all kinds of blue dream. I'm excited. Nice. It's around the corner. All right, let's move on. You know, in, in a week or two ago, you had said something about the sweetest thing in the the scene. What was the scene in that you brought up? With the, the crab. crab the crab, crab cream. <laughs> Which I didn't remember the scene as she was bringing it up. It didn't ring a bell to me. But, you know... You're always so spot on, and you described it perfectly. So I Google it, and I Googled sweetest thing, crab cream. And all that keeps coming up is sweetest thing in this dry cleaning scene. So somehow, some way, they knew that that was the scene I wanted because it was uncomfortable as well. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up that the algorithm, that algorithm yep. figures that out. But it took me quite a while to figure out what it was doing. Also, Selma Blair was in both movies. Was she? I didn't know that. She was. Really? She was the, the fiancé in a guy thing. I never saw a guy. And thing. she was the jizz on the dress and the dry cleaner scene. <laughs> oh, man. That dry cleaner scratching it. So oh, yeah. Tasting scenes, it. The scenes are both awkward and f- similar. But yeah. one, you know, he's asking for crab cream and wants to keep it low. Hello. Well, hey. What can I do for you? I need to get uh, some crab <clears throat> What? Crab <clears throat> Uh, you know, <coughs> oh, crab medicine. Um, 
Let me see. Crab medicine, crab medicine, crab medicine, crab medicine, crab medicine. Oh. The other one, she's taking a dress in that has semen, dried semen on it, that she's taking the dry cleaner. She just wants to drop it off. And the dry cleaner knows her, and he's like, If I know what it is, it's easier for me to remove. The dry cleaner goes, Come here, kids. I was just trying to figure out what the stain is on this dress. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing and awkward for her. So similar scenes, but... Different movies. That's yes. pretty funny. Yes. Both with Selma Blair. The Selma Blair adjacent connection. Not adjacent. No. Close enough. Was, yeah, whatever. Parallel. No degrees. No degrees. <laughs> zero degrees. She's zero degrees from her own movies. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so last week, or the last two weeks, we talked about your taint and your balls, Tim. Whose? Yours, Tim. Uh, it was we awful. Did? Yours, Tim. It was awful. Both of those segments not awful. only made me almost vomit listening to them, but upon hearing them again, I also felt just as queasy and upset. I apologize. I, thank you, Tim. I was fascinated. You're welcome. But I also don't have a sack and balls. So after that. Consider yourself sometimes lucky then. Well, mm. after the destruction and chaos <laughs> that has happened to your junk, which it clearly is now is junk, right? Like literally and figuratively <laughs> junk because it's been so beat up. It's just Don't mutilated. talk about oh. his crotch like that. Well, I've gone all these years with nothing happening to me, and then uh. one day after listening to that last episode, there was assassination attempts on my junk. And oh, I or assassination attempts on my balls, and I was very upset about it. I was playing this game with my six-year-old, and we're throwing this moon ball back and forth, and I'm sitting on the couch, and he's trying to dodge, and he's running it all over, and the dog's trying to get it, and he fucking whips that thing at me, and I went to catch it, and it was just at this awkward position where I had to turn my hand over, and I missed it hit me right in the nut and crushed that nut against the couch. Like I was sitting on the cushion part, so the cushion part was sank. So my nut hit like the hard part of the couch. It was caught between that. It was just like I stuck. I howled. It fucking hurt so bad. I've never felt that kind of pain in my nuts. I, you know, years ago when I was a kid, got kicked in the nuts or something. Nothing like this. Sometimes you're playing with your kid and it gets grazed and it hurts. This was full fucking contact force. I thought I was going to cry. I thought I was going to vomit. It was horrible. And the whole time I was cursing Tim. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, Tim. Fuck you, Tim. Fuck you, Tim. This is on you. That, that uh, reminds me of the time when... There's another. During hockey practice, <laughs> a guy took a slap shot and shattered my cup. Oh, that's another one. You're Do you think hearing less. about all of Tim's unfortunate experiences made it worse? Were you panicking? Were you like, oh, shit. You know what I felt like? I felt like he created a Deadpool around our... our I see. Junk. Mm. Yeah. Right? This is what happened. It's like when we accidentally kill somebody on the show because we were talking about them, like Bob gotcha. Saget or Gilbert Gottfried, and Tim talks about his junk. I'm like, nothing's ever happened to mine. Fucking poking fate in the face with my dick. <laughs> All right. No more <laughs> Tim's junk conversation. No. no well, it's not even over. Same day. Same day, I'm playing with my dog, and I get a text, so I'm reading it, and I ignore the dog for a minute. He brings this huge ball to me that's spiky and rubbery. And he drops it in my lap, my lap. My feet are up, uh, folded over a stool, and he drops it in my lap, and he reaches in to get it because I'm not grabbing it to throw it, and he catches a little bit of dick and the ball at the same time. Oh it was fucking horrible. <laughs> now, it didn't hurt as bad as you would think, but it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Jerked forward. The poor dog leaps backwards. This is all on you, man. I don't want to hear shit like that anymore. If anything's ever happened to your asshole, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. This is horrible. This but, is. And then I feel like this is an appropriate time to bring up 
the article that I had stumbled across in my social media feed about a teenage boy who mm-hmm. was in a mountain biking accident oh. and degloved nope. his nope. penis. Nope. And I forget what the other half was, but I, I had to look up degloving oh, oh, because God. I did no, not trust me, know what not. it meant. <laughs> you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. I cannot fucking handle this conversation. Dude, I am. Oh, I'm gonna vomit on the board. Well, the definition was bad, but I can tell you all that the images were much worse. When you sent that article, and everybody was commenting back and forth in the text on what it was about, I couldn't even look at it. Oh, I, I just ignored the whole. I ignored yeah. the whole thread conversation. I thought I'm just not. I'm not going to talk to these fuckers till I show up on Tuesday to do the show. <laughs> Turn off notifications for a couple of days. I, just, I didn't even want to read it. I was scared to death. I was going to see a dick that was degloved. I can't handle that, man. That should have mm, keep me up forever. It would have. <laughs> it would have. Move on. Yeah. So I don't need that. It's a move All I'm saying. On. This shit ain't my fault, right? <laughs> Whose fault is it? I'm. I'm the one that's endured that <laughs> that pain. I don't know with that broken junk how you can go on. I would have hung myself years ago. I feel like that was sort of voluntary on your part, though. Yeah, voluntary? By playing, yeah, because you were playing ice hockey and baseball. Yeah, and all that that stuff. And shaving my nuts. First time you go to date your soon-to-be wife, you're like... I just want you to know before you Fair see this, warning. it's a train wreck. Like, <laughs> my dick doesn't look like any dick you've ever seen. And I'm sorry. I still love it. It still means something to me. I hope you grow to love it someday, too. Maybe it's like it, Elephant Man. Your dick looks like the Elephant Man. Maybe it got the right, maybe it got a nice hook in the right direction. Scratch that itch. <laughs> no, it's all good. I just put makeup on it. Some, <laughs> you don't need all that. Just some, uh, what do you call it? Compound or... Uh, your dick yeah, have compound. eyeliner? Compound. Yeah, I like to make the head look bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Just add some shading. Yeah, it really brings out the shaft. Yeah. <laughs> it's purple on the tip. Were you just doing a jerking motion? Yeah. Oh, my God. On the tip. Next. Oh. I'll talk about anything else. Oh, my God. Anything. I don't you know talk, how we got You bring there. up any yeah. subject you want. I don't care how depraved it is. I don't want oh. to talk about this. Oh. I'll come up with something. Bing bong. <laughs> so we're just going to spend 10 seconds on this. Are you guys all watching Stranger Things? Mm-hmm. No. Watched it. Chuck's done. MJ, how you doing? Where are you? I am. Um, I thought it was the end of the middle of the season. Okay. But were there only two more episodes then released? Yeah. Okay. Correct. So yeah. I think I have just the two episodes. It's only nine episodes total. The quote unquote second half, even though it seems lopsided, but those two episodes are really long. Mm-hmm. So last time we talked, I just finished up season three and was jumping into season four. We're not going to go terribly in depth here. Just going to talk for a second. The very first episode I found really entertaining for a couple of reasons. Every season they seem to add new characters. When they first did it, I felt like it was, I mean, name any show where they name somebody and it kills the show. You know, they always add like different strokes to go way back. They added that little redheaded kid that Mr. Duncan marries some woman. <laughs> God, I, how old no, am I? Okay, let's pick something oh, no, no. more recently. No, I mean, I just don't remember the name. Um, There's always shows where... Uh, fucking Ellie, uh, Oscar? No. Oliver. Starts with an O. Oliver. Orville? Oliver. Brady Bunch brought in cousin... Oliver. Orville. Oliver. Oscar. Starts with an S. So swim, swami. Sl- slippy. Slappy, Simmons, Salmon, Simmons, Swanson, Swanson? Maybe it's on the briefcase. Look on the... Oh, yeah! It's right here. Samsonite. 
<laughs> I was way off. Something with an O, and it like killed the Brady Bunch show. Like all the kids were getting too old, they needed new little kids, so they brought in Cousin Oscar. Cousin Oliver Syndrome is when a TV series adds an adorable child into an aging show under laughably flimsy circumstances. It's usually a ratings ploy signaling a show is on its last legs. The name comes from the Brady Bunch, where a previously unmentioned cousin named Oliver abruptly joined the family in the show's fifth season. It's oh. not Oscar, but something like that. Okay. And as soon as the show does that, they, they essentially jump the shark, which is another terminology for a show going too far. So every time Stranger Things came out with something new. Like season two to me was a lot like season one. So I didn't love it, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they added all these new characters. I'm like, eh, it's too much. Like, what are they going to do? They're just going to keep pushing these fucking things out. I didn't realize they really had this story planned out. You get to season three. Everybody has really nice story arcs. They include everybody. Do a nice job. Mm-hmm. Get to season four. They are filling things in that I never even thought were questions or never thought to ask questions. I'm like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. I'm so glad they filled us in on that. Now maybe it's because I'm high and I never put it together. <laughs> but I think they're doing a really good job. But in this newest season, there's a character named Eddie who's big into D&D. You want to postpone the cult of Vecna? As well as, you know, rock 80s hair bands, music, mm-hmm. Metallica, stuff like that. I think they've done a really nice job with his character. But what's really interesting in that very first episode... They are showing you shot for shot of a kid playing a basketball game and him and his friends playing a D&D game. And they're mm-hmm. having these same peaks and the same excitement yes. and the same, but they're doing completely different things, but it's the same entertaining, winning feeling. It was yeah. really exciting. And for somebody that, if if I had never played D&D, I want people to know that's exactly what it looks like and feels like. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting. Like you're, you're playing this in-depth role-playing game and it's a lot of fun. Now, I don't play a ton, but it's a really neat experience for people who haven't. What if it's the Demogorgon? Oh, Jesus, we're so screwed if it's the Demogorgon. It's not the Demogorgon. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool in Stranger Things. Like yeah, they're I really did. showcasing yeah. that because I've never seen them do that good of a job in any other show or movie to explain what it is. That was well awesome. Done. Well, I'm one episode away from it, the end, man. And apparently there's one more season after this, season five. That's what I've heard. I think they've done a lot right in season four, which I'm not going to belabor the point since none of us have, or two of us haven't finished it. We'll talk more about it next week. But I'm really enjoying it. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Those last two episodes, though, episode eight is an hour and a half. Episode nine is two and a half hours. I mean, that's four hours. That's two yeah. full movies for two episodes, essentially. Pretty interesting. I just saw, too, that Maya Hawk um, has like a song out. I don't know if it's related to the movie in any way. I didn't take a listen, but I'm I'm curious. So you ruined it for me. What? Now, every time I see her, all I think is, now, does she look like Uma Thurman? Yep, she does. Yes. But does she act like Ethan Hawke? I think she does. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say she acts like herself. But you can tell she brings qualities from both her parents into her roles. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see both of them and how she acts. And I've never seen that before. That was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. She's neat. Yeah. She plays a good character and she's a good actress. I'm, I'm I enjoying it. I think so it. too. I want to see that movie. A few weeks back we had our Britney episode. Yeah. And we talked a lot about when did we think or did we think the wheels were going to fall off? Well, I read an article the other day that I found just so entertaining. I was so excited. I don't know why. I don't, I don't want to enjoy her failure, but something about it I find just so funny. She's driving on the highway in California and runs out of gas. Doesn't like pull over, clearly has no idea what's happening. <laughs> it just stops in the middle of the highway in her lane. Does she put her blinkers on? I have no idea. 
but she gets out of her car in the middle of the highway, <laughs> gets into a, a good Samaritan's car, somebody else that pulled over because they saw she was in distress, let her get in her car, oh. their car. They should have let fate happen. She'll let fate happen. Yeah. See how she gets out of the situation. <laughs> yeah. Survival of the fittest. Fucking frogger. You know what would it happen? hot or something. She's still. Oh no. Okay, you're right. She doesn't know oh, anything. If, if she's how old is she? Forty years oldish. I think, I think so. Yeah. If she doesn't know what running out of gas is like at this point, I don't think she learned anything from this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know she's been to a gas station before. I saw that bitch barefoot in the bathroom there. She knows where to go for gas. <laughs> she didn't get to drive her car for a long time. Where's your button? You're lucky she even performed for you, bastard. That's true. That's true. Well, I keep seeing stuff with her popping up that she keeps doing all these risque um, social media posts on Instagram. Oh, is she going to go to the the buff? I mean, it's not like a lot of her music videos and things didn't take her very close to the edge of that. But uh, I think that's what's going to happen next in the social media world. Is She's going to transition to OnlyFans. You were talking about that too, right, Duke? The, I was. How her Instagram yeah. is Look, pretty filthy. I wouldn't say it's filthy. Oh, it's okay. strange. strange. Strange to me that she's doing this. She's one of the most famous, recognizable pr- people in the world. She does music videos where she is very scantily clad. Mm-hmm. But it comes across as a well-produced video. Right. Yes. There's lights, there's music, there's things to look at. It's different because it's a production. Yeah. Slum orgy. She's just fucking weird at home. Like, I'm naked, y'all. Taking pictures, covering her junk or like a little tiny flower over it. <laughs> dude, dude. I, I have a feeling she already thinks that what she's doing is on OnlyFans, right? She, yeah. <laughs> but it's just on like Twitter and like Insta. <laughs> She's like, where's the money at? Yeah, why is everybody sending me checks? I gotta make money now. I keep showing everything. Yeah, does anybody want to see my butthole? She has a short butthole. It's just gonna get progressively worse. So she does weird things on there on Instagram. I'm glad you looked that up. She's not only completely nude and showing her entire body, which she's a beautiful woman. She's got a great body. Good Mm -hmm. for her that she can do it. But I just don't feel like she's thinking as much as she should about this. Taking some of the mystique away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I don't. I don't quite get the purpose. I miss the days when we didn't know shit about our favorite entertainers, and you had to pick up like a Rolling Stone or a People magazine or watch E Entertainment to hear anything about them, which was very little. Now we know absolutely everything about them. Hey, here I am naked. Here's all my political beliefs, and like, ah, I just don't like anybody anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Too much. Yeah, Too I much. agree. Well, They've been humanized. I think this was the first step in us watching Britney's downfall. I mean, this her running out of gas seems like something very small. But the wheels are about just to the fall. Start, huh? How much that? else does she not know that she needs to do? Yeah, yeah. Right? She's on the roller coaster ride, and we're, we might be on the downswing here. Well, maybe when she left the house, she thought traffic wouldn't be as bad, but then got screwed because it's California traffic, and that's why she ran out of gas. Also, the car's just going to shut down, so you you're um, just you can roll to a stop. You, you know, know how she could have avoided that whole situation? Filled up the freaking gas. I would have never run out of gas. Well, I think there's a simpler solution. Well, yeah, of course, because you're an upstanding professional woman who knows how to take care of herself. Well, Brittany hasn't had to take care of herself. Right. Yeah. But you know how this wouldn't have happened? If she was in a conservatorship. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Someone would have been driving her? Yeah. No. They had her drove, like, you don't need to drive. We'll take you wherever you want to go. Yeah. Like, I want that kind of service. Well, now you'll, she's... You'll never run out of gas, because I'll handle it for you. Yeah. Arrested development in a different way. Yeah. Always. I would like to take five people in her similar boat, you know, that arrested development stage, 
and get them together and just watch a whole TV show about them. <laughs> just put them in a house, have them live together, kind of like the surreal life did back in the day. But the surreal life, some of those people were such C stars that their lives were relatively normal anyway. Mm-hmm. Like the guy who pay, played Peter Brady on Brady Bunch, something mm, night. Yeah, I can't that's remember. Right. Chris Knight, I think. Yeah. He was just a nice guy. He was just a normal, nice guy. It was like, well, look at him. He's great. Why wouldn't I watch this guy? He's just having fun out there. Mm-hmm. But then he gets to hang out with Andrea or Adrian. Adrian, the ch- America's Next Top Model. Yeah, I can't think of her last name. Winner. She she was gorgeous, but she was a little strange. Oh, yeah. But here, they're both in this house together. She falls in love with him because he's a nice, normal guy. Where's she going to meet that? Because she's fucking weird. And he's meeting a supermodel. Where's he going to meet that? Because he's a nice, normal guy. That was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I liked all those weird shows on VH1 back in the day. That and uh, Me too. Surreal Life. And then the other one I really liked, oh, Brett Michaels. Rock of Love. Love. Oh, yeah. That fucking I did Rock watch Love that show one. was incredible. Rock and Roll was an insatiable bitch goddess, but I love her. And I'm just looking for that one woman in my life to participate in that threesome. Yeah. White Trash that. at oh, its man. best. Yeah, for sure. They're all banging him, just begging to be his girlfriend. And The next girl I noticed, her name was Brandy M., but I will call her Wild Thing. When I saw this girl, I just thought completely hot, nasty rock and roll sex. I thought, what's that going on? Meanwhile, he's really, in real life, has a live-in girlfriend, so he was never going to date any of them. Here's the thing with Tamara. No connection and dumb as a box of rocks. Listen, the bottom line is, she's fucking hot. Let's just... I'm figuring maybe after a little miscommunication, our bodies could just do the talking. I loved it. It was great. I had favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was rooting for some. I did watch that one. I remember the chick that won it. It was so clear. I don't remember who she was, but I remember the time. It was like, it's so clear she's not going to be with him, and this is going to be just weird now. Like, what are they going to do? Act like they're together? But what did they do? No, they just had a second season. Nah, it didn't work out. I got to find another one. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I never saw that coming. We broke up two days after the show ended. Right. So now we need to do another one. I need a whole new band of women, please. Speaking of ending and staying on the same topic, and only because we mentioned him last week or okay. the week before, Fred Durst. Oh, yeah. Limp Biscuit canceled, had to cancel the rest of their tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did you look up pictures of him at all? I have not. I, I had some pictures come up on my Google feed today. And what was your thought? Uh, he looks like... Middle-aged. Oh he looks like Andy Warhol to me for some reason with he a mustache. Looks, I, I can't... <laughs> An overweight. Oh, yeah. I can't put a word to it, but he looks ridiculous. I think you're right. So we were talking about what he looked like before, and I was trying to remember. Like He was a little bit overweight, I thought. Backwards baseball hat, like a jersey on or a big shirt or something mm-hmm. like that. Goatee sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's how I remembered him. And, you know... Here we are 30 years after he was popular, maybe 25. Yeah. He's definitely older. His hair is completely white. Um, not like bleach, like white. And it just it's longer. He's got mm-hmm. a weird mustache. Mm-hmm. And he just dresses completely different. My first reaction was, what the fuck? Like, he looks <laughs> ridiculous. But then I started realizing, like, look, man, it's 25 years. He can't look the same. Good for him for reinventing himself. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like they were doing shows last year canceled because of the pandemic. Limp Biscuit, that is. And they were about to go back out on tour. And he got pulled from the tour because of health-related reasons. They haven't really described why. But yeah, that sucks. At least yeah. we know now. Unfortunately, it's like three weeks from now, he's probably going to be dead. And it's going to be our fault. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Sorry, Fred. Yeah, that's, that's unusual. <laughs> but still, like us talking about him, I don't even remember what we were talking about, and then him popping up. 
doesn't matter. We're just killing people. That's how we do things. I yeah. know. Like just how they keep coming up after the fact is so bizarre. That's why more people should listen to this podcast. Months ago when we did the Batman episode and we kind of figured out this whole Deadpool thing was happening. And all of a sudden we got so worried about Jack Nicholson and Danny DeVito and Michael Keaton. There were so many people. I was like, oh shit, put them on alert. I think we dodged a bullet there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could have been awful because those were a lot of people I really love. Well, now you brought them up again. Yeah. Way to yep. go. Not too worried about uh, putting them back the in the biscuit. queue. <laughs> all right time for our main topic look we meet i don't know once a month-ish and we have conversations what do we like to talk about what do we want to talk about we all have different loves and one thing i think we've all come across at some point is a video game in our life that you know was a lot of fun and we did something with so we're not going to go terribly in depth we're not going to talk about 100 video games everybody's going to talk about one that was their favorite and tell you a little bit about it and we'll go from there <clears throat> So let's let's start out of the gate. Chuck, what do you got for me? All right. Well, this is exciting. I really struggled with this because, I mean, I grew up playing video games. This seemed like know? a subject up your alley. Oh, yeah, for sure. But the only real difficulty was figuring out which game to pick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so many. Yeah, so many. Um, so I went with Diablo 2, okay. which came out in 2000 um, by Blizzard. I'm a big fan of Blizzard. They do a lot of yeah, good games. Yeah, a lot of games. And leading up to that, man, they really had some... Some neat stuff like StarCraft and WarCraft. I mean, those were pretty groundbreaking games at the time. Right? Could not agree more. Um, so Diablo 2 obviously is a sequel. I don't know when the first one came out, but I did play it. Um, but this was the first time where I really played online with people. and It was a game changer for me. So Diablo 2 is a action role-playing game. Oh, I'm not. Um, I'm not familiar with what those types of games are. So essentially, you're like in a top-down view. You can see your character, and you okay. move around on a map, and essentially just go hack shit up, right? Okay. Um, the whole point is to, you know, really just you're just upgrading your character, essentially, right? You're leveling up. You're collecting equipment. So you say you have role. It's a role-playing game, kind of action role-playing yeah. game. Is that what you said? Yeah. So mm-hmm. your character's running around on a map, and as you do things, you're leveling him up and yes. getting experience? Things yes, like that? absolutely, okay. yep. Um, but, you know, different from, like, something that's turn-based or something like that, which was pretty common, you know, at that time. The, the thing that really changed it for me, though, was that you could play online with other people. So you're joining a server, and then inside of that server, you can go join games with other people. Okay. And if you're on with friends... You know, you can password the game or something and you just give everybody the name of it and you hop in and go, you know. Um, Whereas today, it's commonplace to play with friends online. Back then, Mm -hmm. 22 years ago, you know, you had to have a PC to really do that well. This this was, I mean, man, I I still have, I I played with my cousin, um, which obviously I still am friends with my cousin. But um, there's definitely (laughs) people back then that I played with that are still friends of mine now, Mm. you know. so it was just, it was a really, really groundbreaking game to me. Um, and at the time, there was other stuff like it, but nothing quite on this level. Um, and after the expansion, I think what really, the other thing that really did it for me was that on the surface, it's a very, you know, simple, easy to understand thing, right? Run around, I mean, chop shit you run up. around, you hack shit up, grab some armor, a bunch of stuff comes flying out. It's really exciting. Cause you never know what kind of stuff you're going to get. Um, you mean like weapons and armor and things yeah, like that. Okay. Yeah, like, or gold or potions or whatever. Right. Sure. Um, but, uh, with the expansion, they added something called rune words and this rune, rune. Oh, okay. Rune. Not ruin, rune, rune, <laughs> rune, 
I can't, I can't, I can't say that word. Roads. Um, and it was essentially like a, like a, like a way of sort of crafting your own stuff. Um, but to get it, man, you had to jump through some hoops. You had to do some trading with other people. A lot of these things were really rare and it just added this whole other level of complexity to, complexity to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that a lot of other games at the time just didn't have, you know, they added something in there that was a chase, you know, you're constantly chasing these things down and it just made you want to play more and more, you know? So the majority of people could log in and just play a game, understand it, but you were going into this deeper level of the game where you could craft new weapons for yourself yes. if you found these different pieces. Yep. So you and those take would these, be special. Yeah, you would take these okay. runes that would, you know, you would collect throughout the game and you would make these sequences of them. You had to put them in, in a certain grouping. Um, I think it's like three to six or something along those lines. Did you know what this was or you just had to figure it out? Um, well, when it first came out, you absolutely had to figure it out. Okay. And that was definitely part of the fun. You know, after a year or so, whatever, there was guides online. But, you know, 2000, 2001, I mean, there wasn't a lot of that stuff around. You know, you couldn't just go on YouTube and just figure it all out. You know what I mean? There was a wiki for it or something that someone created that you yep. had to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really just it added this whole other level um, of complexity that I don't think was there in a lot of other games. Um, and since then, you know, there's a ton of stuff that I've kind of copied off of this. Um, but to me that was, I mean, obviously it's a sequel. So, yeah. you know, the first game was very similar, but it didn't have that level of complexity to it. I don't think. Now this game, what is the theme of the game? Uh, is well, this like Diablo. Orcs? Yeah, this is, um, Orcs and humans? like a is it? grim, dark, you know, medieval fantasy setting. Oh, okay. Uh, everything's very dark and gory and, you know, you hit stuff and blood flies everywhere. Are there wenches? Oh, there's definitely wenches. Yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yep. That's all I will care about. This yeah, I think game is the only thing. Too, yeah, if you wanted to. Now, Ooh. Blizzard's famous for kind of upgrading their graphics and things. Did they mm-hmm. ever do this for Diablo? They did, actually. They So they just re-released uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected with updated graphics. Really? Uh, I don't think the game changed at all. I haven't played it, but the the funny thing is is a bunch of people that I played with back then all went back and started playing. Oh, really? I got a bunch of texts from people like, "Hey, you know, come play this with us." And I just I I just don't really, you know, get into video games or stuff anymore, but I thought about it. It was a great game. Well, I didn't um, know they did that, but I knew some of their other games, like they had StarCraft, which was one of my all-time favorites, yeah. and they redid their graphics a few years ago and put out a new one. That was fun. It was great to revisit. Mm-hmm. I got my kid into it, had him play it a little bit. He really enjoyed it. That's yeah, neat. so uh, it's definitely there if you, you know, and, and the new graphics look great. They did a really good job on it. Um, you can seamlessly switch between the old and the new graphics. We should um, do a whole, we should plan ahead, let the lizards know when you're going to be on and have them join one of your parties or something. Oh, we should totally do that. Anybody out there that plays Diablo 2. Yeah, could play for an hour. Well, really still, it still happens. It's oh, yeah. still a thing. Oh yeah, well, they yeah. Redid once it, they it redid like it last year, oh, this is the re. Yeah, last remastered. year they did like a remastered version. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Um, but under another name, that's what was the name you said? Uh, they call it Diablo Two Resurrected. It was. Oh. It's still oh, yeah. the same okay, the exact thing yeah. instead of calling it Diablo Two Remastered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they got to keep in in <laughs> like, theme. Yeah. Yes, that sounds um, good. With but this like, this game definitely led me towards like playing big online games with people you know this is the first time other than like wow yeah exactly right <laughs> um yeah no it, it definitely leading towards like mj's laughing because she thinks i said wow no i get it world of warcraft yeah 
Oh, okay. It's a whole different game. Yeah. Same, Same company. company. Blizzard, by the way. Yep. Yeah. Activision Blizzard. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. What do, you, what do you got, MJ? What was your favorite game all time? Well, I, know it's a I wouldn't question. say that <laughs> I really grew up gaming. I don't game currently. I haven't gamed. And the only reason I think I gamed at all when I was a kid was because my neighbor boys had a Nintendo, the original Nintendo with Duck Hunt, oh, yeah. Super Mario Bros and all that stuff. And then a Buck Hunt that was on there too, wasn't it? Or was that a separate so. game? And then my best friend had two brothers, and so they had a game console, but Contra oh, was yeah. the game that that everybody seemed to have that I liked the most. But that game was only fun if you had the code where you could get 30 guys instead of three guys, because as long as you got those 30 guys, you could beat that game. In one sitting, which didn't take very long. It took like, what, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. It was fun because you could just get to the end and beat the game easily. The majority of our audience is in their probably 40s. They probably totally know what Contra is. But for those who don't know, it's a side scroll game, right? You can play up to two players. It's a couch Mm -hmm. co-op, meaning you can sit together and play it on the same TV. And you run across the board shooting at enemies, and it's Contra. It's like you're in guerrilla warfare. Or jumping and... It's, you're like Rambo. Somersaulting over things. Yeah, and that's, that's what you could do. You could jump, and when you jumped, you like somersaulted. Double okay. jump. Double jump. Yep. Double and then jump. you could shoot. And that was it. Yep. And only then two I buttons. think you could get some powers oh, yeah, different where you could be invincible and, yeah. and, and run through things. And at the end of every board, there was a boss you'd have to beat, and then you'd move on to the next level and start your running and jumping and double jumping and shooting mm-hmm. all over yep. again. And, and you then, get different weapons. Yeah. And each cool. level, I feel like the pace of play and you know got faster, more challenging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Each sure. level that yes. you had to get through. So that's a game I, I deeply remember. Um, Me too. From it's being a, a kid, I liked that one. That's a classic. Yeah, no, it's a good sure. scroll game. I mean, mm-hmm. that comes from the start of like games like Pitfall. Right. Yeah, which were technically not scroll games. I mean, those were tech, those were screens. You're right. Those were like each individual yeah. green mm-hmm. game, uh, each screen that you went through. But I mean, that was the precursor to to the scrollables. You know what was neat about Contra though was that you could play two people at the same time yes. on the yes. same screen. You know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't like a couch co-op. You know, yeah, you weren't passing the controller back and yeah. forth or something, but you could play together co-op. That was a ton of fun, man. My cousin and I played the crap out of that. Well, that's how games used to be. If there was a couch co-op, you'd sit together, two controllers, and play the shit out of that game because you could play it together. This was before you could do shit online together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you were going to the arcade and playing those those types of games. Yeah, good point. So they, you know... I didn't even think of that. If you look at, like, uh, Mario, every time there's a new system, they come out with a new Mario. Well, they try to do that for Contra. So when the Super Nintendo came out, which was the 16-bit version of the Nintendo, Nintendo was 8, they had a Contra 2. And we played the shit out of that. My buddy Mark and I, we were in high school, fucking loved that game. It was just like the original Contra, just, you know, uh, 16-bit graphics, a little bit better, same, you know, thought process. A couple overhead views and some weird boards, but... Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was something similar. Then when the next Nintendo comes out, whatever that one was, I forget, because I'm getting old, uh, they came out with Contra 3, and it just... They never reclaimed the glory of those first two Contras. Those were so fucking good and original and just neat. Fun. Games change over time too much. I mean, there's still a lot of people that, you know, flock towards old style games. Yeah. Um, You know, turn games, right? I mean, 
there's a ton of people and there's a ton of that stuff out there. But mm-hmm. I think as time goes on with, with those types of action games, yeah. you know, there's, there's other games out there that are way more <laughs> exciting to play. Well, that's scrollable and or you have to at least scale of course that definitely was at a certain time when that video came game technology was coming up oh for sure yeah um but something speaking of nintendo that is that's just making me think like your whole experience with diablo 2 and the fact that you were able to game with other people in that same world or realm or whatever Mm -hmm. my uncle had legend of zelda and he helped me win that game by like creating this board, this poster board, and using um, <laughs> post-it notes to like be able to map out what rooms we had been in. And it wasn't something I would have ever thought to have done with that game. You guys made it's a just, player's guide before yeah. player's guide. It was a fond memory because I was fascinated now, by the way his brain was working yeah. on figuring out this game, and that he was taking the time to show me how to do it. And I ended up beating Legend of Zelda because we're we're talking like original original legend of Zelda oh my god such a great game yeah, so I know I snuck the second one in there. I, did, I just, the memory came that's up okay. while that we were talking about it. Yeah, you know, you had your favorite, but that's good. I like it. Yeah. Well, I, I consider the sequels not unlike movies. Mm-hmm. You know, they keep trying to remake these games. Very rarely is a sequel as good as the original. And it's just, it's a shame, but everybody always wants to capitalize on the success of the first one. So, of course, yep. they're always going to make a, a sequel to anything successful, and they usually fucking ruin it. Just like in movies. Yep. I, I, I feel like if they can grasp grasp the new technology right be it graphic wise or just game style then they can continue to run run that stuff out when they lose focus or they just you know put out the same type of game the same i agree right? they need new content there's yeah. a billion games out there like uh gang beasts um, <laughs> oh my, my kids playing all these uh free guys and oh, no, fall guys fall guys yeah there's all these new games that are incredibly complex but simplistic mm-hmm. which is really funny because like it was a talk like chuck you were describing your game right very simple and straightforward but once you start to understand the game there's this deeper level to yeah. it and these other games are like that now like gang beasts is the one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my life if i never heard of this reginald <laughs> put in the link uh, note for gang beasts with a link so people can see a quick video on it so funny so there's lots of games like Gang Beast, Worms, Fall Guys that are cheap little $10 games. Rocket Ball. Rocket League. Rocket League. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but they are tremendous amount of fun and original. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah, All right, Tim, what, what do you got? I mean, I could give you a list of probably um, 500 games. Right? You're a gamer. Uh, I'm sure yes. you have quite a few favorites. I think I started playing video games, and it would have been Pitfall, and that would have been when I was probably like six years old, seven years old, somewhere yeah. in there. Um yeah, I got a lot of favorites, but for me, it, it has always been an aspect of being able to play with with my friends that also enjoy playing video games. Okay. Right? Um, and I think that starts more so from like things like, and I'm going to name games, but I'm not going to go into them, right? Okay. Um, but, you know, things like Mario Kart, right? Mm-hmm. right we, could, we could play, you could play against other people. I actually have played that one. Right? And then there was, then there was James Bond, 007, College days for, for me specifically. Which, which one? There's a lot of James Bonds. Are you talking about Golden Knight? Oh, Golden Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. But having that experience to be able to play with other people, same game, right? And, and do certain things, that's what I've always found fun. Yeah. So uh, I think my all time favorite game is just a combination of a lot of those. I really enjoy first person shooter games. Um, so there's a game called 
Titanfall 2. Welcome back, pilot. So it was the second rendition or the, you know, yeah. The second in the series. The first person shooter game came out in 2006. Titanfall the original came out in 2014, right? Um, Reverse that. 2014 Titanfall those. came out. The original came out 2006. 2014. You can't have the original Titanfall come out after the second. No, the second came out in 2016. I know. You oh. said you flipped those though. No, he said 2006 on accident. That's oh, I, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I understand. What was 2006? Nothing was 2006. Nothing. Oh. I said 2016. I wasn't paying attention. It's debatable. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind it's, the tape. It's on tape. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. you said 2006. Doesn't matter. Came out in 2006. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Respawn Entertainment yeah. was who, who did the games, right? Um, now, the first one, it did not have a campaign. You kill me, you're better. I'll kill you. I'm better. Now, for those that don't know what a campaign is, that's a playthrough story, right? So you yep. act as a character. It is a first-person shooter, so you are basically you know, shooting other targets or people or whatever the case is. But there's a storyline that you play through, right? A lot of video games are, are that type of, of A mission, base. like yeah, a mission. Exactly. Um, but it also had a multiplayer aspect to it. Um, not not the first one. First one just had multiplayer. Titanfall 2 brought in the campaign, and that's what really set this game aside because it was then competing with the call of duties. Yep. However, what made this game for me extremely special, um, and I'm going to geek out here for a second, Please. right? But it brings in mechs. So now you would think in a first person shooter game, again, similar to call of duty, if you know what that is. So you're playing, you know, you're playing against other players, right? Mm-hmm. So it's live players. So it would be all four of us, right? Against four other people on a server, similar to what Chuck was talking about with Diablo. And, you know, we would play different game styles, like capture the flag or control point, where you'd have to control one point, they would try to take it away from you. The enemy have day. Whatever the case is, mm-hmm. okay? Within that game itself, you have these mechs. Stand by for Titanfall. What makes it special, because you'd think the mechs would be able to, you know, you get in a mech, you kill all the other people, right? You know what a mech is? I Do you don't. Know? Big robot. Okay. Right? Big robot with guns. Yeah, it walks uh, around, runs around, okay, no, kind of no. like, kind of like Iron Man, like in Rocket Ralph, or like the the Hulk Buster. What yeah. was? The, Did you see Avenger? Oh, you haven't seen any of the Marvel movies. Oh. What was the well, movie where the, the, the mechs boxed? Which about like a Voltron type thing? No. no oh, no. I know. It just called like Heavy Steel or something. It had yeah, something uh, like that. Didn't it have the guy that plays Wolverine or something in it? It might his have. name is Hugh Jackman. Yeah, it might have. I don't it know. did have Hugh Jackman in it. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is was, Thomas Jane in it? Because if he was, MJ won't know it. so it's a huge robot it's a gigantic robot and the cockpit is the chest so the cockpit opens up and the character your character jumps in it and your view switches and all of a sudden you're looking at it from the robot's point of view and you're Mm. doing you're walking around a city this huge thing as big as a dump truck shooting missiles shooting guns splatting little guys that aren't in their mechs right Mm -hmm. and trying to blow up other mechs to help your team complete their yep exactly (laughs) And so you would think they would be overpowered or OP for the younger people out there, right? But the way that they balance this is with the movement speed of your, your character outside of the mech, right? It was amazing how they were able to really engineer, right, the capability of having players and these overpowered mechs in the same map area cohesively, and it worked, mm-hmm. right? You could kill mechs, no problem, if you, know, if you knew the tricks of the trade. Mm-hmm. Um, They're weak spots. Yeah. Hostile pilot detected. And in addition to that, it was really a game that invited a lot of people to be able to play it. So 
in first person shooters, especially when you're doing, you know, four on four, six V six, depending on the, the aspect, that's all it is, right? So there's 12 total people maybe on or in the game at one time. It's completely hard right now, by the way. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Six to noon. Six to noon all day. I love it. Good job, guys. Hey, all right. Yay. You get a star. Um, <laughs> it's not what it is, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe because of the damage he's sustained over the years, it is for him. Oh, yeah. it, good point, right? Because that physical therapy. I don't want to that, think about that. Stop it. Because that ADM physical therapy. Yes. Yeah, things just See? work different mm-hmm. for Tim. Mm-hmm. Okay. But so it's usually six on six, and, and it gets pretty competitive, right? You mm-hmm. have to be good at the game to be skilled. Kind of chaotic. Right? What they did in Titanfall 2, and they did this in Titanfall 1, is, or Titanfall, the original itself, is they brought in... NPCs, non-player characters. Yes. Right? Enemy pilot has ejected. Um, They were on both sides, right? So instead of it being 6v6, you're like 40 on 40 in a lot of ways Mm. with all these NPCs. And you can shoot the NPCs. You can earn points. They're doing things as well. All programmed, of course. But it's just, it makes it extremely fun. Mm -hmm. It makes it almost a a battle royale style Mm -hmm. without it being battle royale. It combines battle royale and really the first person shooter really well. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my favorite aspects of that game, because I agree, this game is fucking I'm sad I never played that. I never had console stuff. It, so. I remember when There's we were so playing, many people would, playing it right now. I would ask you to play it all the time. Like, go buy one. Go I, buy I one. Know. Go buy one. He's like, I suck on consoles. I do. So the thing that was incredible about keyboard. this game is there's a lot of other games like it that are similar. The Call of Duties uh, out there of the world, right? This game ratcheted everything up by adding speed to it. Every one of your characters has a little booster on their back, a little jetpack, a little tiny one, not to fly, but to give them a little boost. So you can jump against a wall and run on that wall. It's called wall running. And that lets you get to higher places. So you can get on top of roofs and just run all the way down the wall and jump back and forth between them. It gives you this really quick, quick mechanism to get anywhere on the board fast. And your character is moving extremely fast and fluid to do six on six like this and have everything move so fluid and no slow down buffering, it was incredible. Such a neat game, so competitive. And that was and that was a big thing, you know, for for gamers. Um, the complaint with some of the servers out there today, like especially Call of Duty servers, there is that there's that buffering or there's that lag that, mm. that you get. Um, and we never saw that with Titanfall Two. It was it was just it was it was ideal. It was perfect. Yeah. And unfortunately. We thought we were going to get Titanfall 3. It didn't happen. Apex Legends ended up coming out. Um, that is built off of the Titanfall lore, as yeah. they would say. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still wait. Hostile pilot detected. Still wait. It'll happen someday. <laughs> someday. Well, Please. good news. What does high score mean? New high score. Is that bad? We had a little side game. Yeah. The, the side game was, because Tim always, anytime we talk about something favorite, he likes to tell us all his favorites. So the game was... <laughs> <laughs> one of us picked a number and we were going to play over under. Oh, nice. All right. So Chuck picked four and a half. Was I an MGM? That you were going to name four and a half games. Okay. And we'd pick over under uh, before you got to your main game. You named three. Ooh. So I picked under. MJ, what'd you pick? I picked under. We got yeah. two winners here. Nice job, guys. <laughs> yeah. So that was still a good number. It was. Still a good number. So I was counting. I was waiting. I was like, oh, come on, man. I know. One, just one more. Just yep. I was waiting until he was wrapping it all up. Well, and I, was, and I guess I never really realized it. Now I do. And I was <laughs> like, I'm going to have to see how this plays out. 
And as soon as you started talking. Yeah, I looked at MJ and her eyes were like, oh, this is happening. <laughs> I'm impressed you stopped where you did because you could have easily gone through a bunch of games I know you like from oh, Call yeah. of Duty I to everything. Have. So Rattling. that showed amazing restraint on your part. You're welcome. Yeah. That was a good game. I fucking hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> then we have you right where we want you. <laughs> well, I myself have a game kind of close to MJ's. Um, one of my first jobs was working in a video game store. I worked at a Funko Land for, I don't know, two years in total. I worked there for a little bit, quit, went to Applebee's, quit, went to Funko Land for a little bit longer. You would have just stuck around at Applebee's for I a know. while. If I had just waited for you, we would have met so much sooner. We could have started this podcast 25 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> um, anyway, I worked at a Funko Land, a couple different stores. And if you're not familiar with them, it was a place you could take your video games and sell them. And then Funko Land would sell, you know, essentially give you half the price they were, they were worth, turn around, sell them f- for full price of what a used game was considered. But they had everything, right? So if you wanted Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, and then eventually PlayStation games and Xbox games. But we had everything there and was used. So kind of like today, GameStop Almost. or Gameplay. Almost. The difference being, in this store, they had five sections set up with systems in place. Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, PlayStation. And you could go in to request anything you wanted. We'd go up to this little lock cabinet. We'd unlock it, put a game in. So you could try it before you bought it. I remember that. Yeah, so... Being an employee there, you'd be there on a Tuesday afternoon and nobody else is in there at the time and you would play this shit out of every single game you ever wanted to play. I played everything. I touched everything and I loved it. I had a great time. So I liked a lot of the side scrollers. I have a lot of happy memories growing up of playing with my best friend Mark. We would uh, play a lot of couch co-op games because that's all you could play back in the 80s and 90s. Uh, And by the time they got to the PlayStation where you could hook up a PlayStation to like a phone line and call somebody else's. I wasn't as big into video games at that point. Um, So I never really got into the online stuff until more recently when I was playing with Tim. So some of my favorite games ever were those early memories. Now, during the pandemic, we were probably playing more video games than we should be because you weren't allowed to go anywhere. So I was looking for games to play with my son that were couch co-op because I thought that'd be fun. We'll play in the same PlayStation. We'll sit on the couch together. And I started looking up old games that were created now. So I shouldn't call them old games. They look like old games. They looked like 8-bit or 16-bit games. Mm-hmm. But they're created now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of fun ones out there. A ton of different things. Lots of different side-scrollers. But I found one called Broforce. Mm. It was created by a company called Free Lives, which I'm not familiar with. I don't know what else they did. And it was released in 2015. And this game is a lot like Contra. You can play one to four players. And it's a side scroller. You're running across the map. Three, two, one, go! Right? And you're shooting bad guys. And it's terrorists. <laughs> Little terrorists running all over the place with black hoods on, dynamite shooting at you. And you are an action movie star. So you might be Rambo. Mm-hmm. They changed his name to Brobo. <laughs> <laughs> you might be the Terminator or the Brominator. <laughs> nice. Um, so they keep changing all their names, but it is filled with like 30 different characters. So you'll have things like the bride from Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. You'll have things like Neo from the Matrix. Um, but you think of any 80s action movie. So they have like Commando and Terminator mm-hmm. in it. They have Bruce Willis from Die Hard in it. And each person, each character jumps the same, runs the same, but they'll have a special power. 
and they'll have one weapon they shoot. So like Chuck Norris runs around with dynamite. I've, oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's Chuck Norris. He runs around. Oh, he has a shotgun. But somebody has dynamite and they just go throwing it. And you can only throw it like five feet. It's not going far and it blows up everything. So every time you die, you start over as a different hero. You don't get to choose. Huh. So at one point, I'm B.A. Baracus running around with a flamethrower and I die and boom, I'm Neo and I'm just doing punches everywhere. <laughs> and you die so fast in this game and it's so bloody. Blood is everywhere. Everybody that dies is an explosion of blood. And the object is to get to the end of this map. It's just a side scroller. You get to the very end and at the top, there'll always be a tower with a flagpole. And as soon as you cross it, the American flag comes up and you still got to survive for like another five seconds and all of a sudden a helicopter comes in and you jump on it. And your character just then is in the little window of the helicopter hanging out. And you, yeah, and you fly to the next board. And then you can get your orders. Here's some five-star general. And he tells you all this stuff. Fucking this is happening. They're swearing in it. And, and it always ends with America. Like, he's really pumped that you're doing this for America. Like, we're taking out the terrorists. America. And then you take your, your team out. So, and every board has uh, different enemies and different bosses. And it's really quick, really funny, super fun. One time I'm playing with my son. And all of a sudden the game slows down. And you see this one character with dynamite all over his chest. And it slowly zooms in on his face. And as it zooms back... You see his life. You see him be born. You see him get married. You see him doing all these things and fun. And it leads to this point where he's running at you with dynamite and he explodes. You saw his life flash before your eyes. <laughs> and the whole thing takes like 10 seconds. But it was hysterical. I never saw it coming. So there's lots of moments like this that I think are really funny. Now, he's 13, my son. The other day, he had a friend sleepover. And they play all these you know, games at night. They go out and play basketball. And then it gets dark out. And they come in and they'll play something like Gang Beasts or Bro Force. So I came into the room in the game room and I'm standing behind him watching him and watching them interact and play a side scroll that looks like what me and my best friend used to play. <laughs> it's mesmerizing. I could sit there for an hour That's and watch awesome. them and hear them talk back and forth and it just takes me back. Mm -hmm. And the whole time I'm laughing because the game is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and then I get excited like, oh, you got the predator, throw the harpoon. <laughs> and then when he dies, he explodes. It's, there's so much depth to this game, but it's super fast, super funny, and it's cheap. That's so awesome. I recommend I looking it up. Let me see if I missed it. Is that anything. on a console? It is. Yeah. Okay. It's on Nintendo Switch and PS4 and PS5. I actually want to sure. play that. That sounds like a lot of fun. You come over. Next time you're over, we'll pop it in. Okay. It is so fucking funny. I like, sure. I like games that have a fast pace of play because I feel like everything is meant to suck you in for hours upon hours upon hours. So this is a great game that if you have 10 minutes, you can play. And if you have an hour, you'll still have fun. Yeah. It's just really quick. So we have a friend, a mutual friend from another heist, Adam, who also has a PlayStation. Back when Tim and I were playing a ton of Apex, every time the PS4, you'd get to a new month, you were part of their annual, I'm sorry, their monthly subscription, you get a list of games that you could get for free. Mm -hmm. that you could just download right then for free. And they were always cheaper stuff like uh, Fall Guys, as an example. Um, this game was free on there, and that's why I downloaded it. I blew up Adam every day for a month. I'm like, you got to download this game. You're going to fucking love it. Because it's like 80s action stars. It's right up his alley. And while you're playing it, you start talking like your star, if mm -hmm. you know what they talk mm -hmm. like. Like when I'm any Schwarzenegger character, it's fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All the lines are coming stop. up. Yeah. You could tell you hit everyone. Good times. Well, <laughs> that is the list of my favorite video games. I liked all of yours. You guys did a fantastic job. I think it's time to smoke. Don't.
don't. What are you about to do? See his Tim's face. Something. He's got bebop face. I, was, I, I looked up Broforce. It's fourteen dollars and ninety nine cents worth oh, every penny okay. on PS4. It worth wasn't every penny. You can play it on PS5. However, you may need to update your software to the latest software requirements. So Chuck has the ability to come over to my house, play with me, couch co-op, Broforce, and we can play with you online as our another player. Yeah, oh, nice. So okay, let's we, do it. I need to make this happen. You're coming over Saturday, aren't you? Possibly, yes. If you do, oh, I'll really? just at least show it to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll figure it out. All right. I didn't know you were going to make it. Oh, we're, okay. doing, we're doing we're, a fire We're, we're going to yeah. see what happens. I hope so. Hey, I hope, Jay, you if you're it. free Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> a bu- a I know. Fire. I feel left we out. Talk, no, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I'll, we're getting the gang together. Okay. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. Do a little puff, puff, pass. We're going to smoke um, sour diesel tonight. Oh, Ooh. no Wonka right. Bars 13. <laughs> Well, I realize I have an abundance of weed that I've bought <laughs> sativas for, for us to smoke at night to keep us going. Yeah. we got to get through some of it, which yeah. means we got to get back through some of the old shit. I love it. Sour Diesel, here we come. Yeah. I like Sour Diesel. Let's get after it. Sour. Pause, don't stop. About to start a little puff, puff, giving this motherfucker. <laughs> get out of here, Dewey. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit. Come on, Dewey. Join the party. No, Dewey. You don't want this. Get out of here. You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Well, I'll get addicted to it or something? It's not habit-forming. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. It's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. Hmm. You don't want it. I think I kind of want it. Okay, but just this once. Come on in. Uh, we're back. Back, back, We back, did a back. nice little... Duke's hair is B-side right now. Really? <laughs> is this episode 15? It's not your hair, it's everything else? I, I feel like your hair looks like you've let it down, but the opposite. We did a little photo shoot. We uh, all went outside and smoked. And as we came back in, we threw on our mask, took a couple pictures. So TJ came down, took pictures for us. And when I take off the gorilla mask, this is what's left. I don't look as pretty as all you do now. (laughs) Going back, back, back to Cali. All right. We are going to jump to the B side. I'm on music tonight. I want to set you up for this because I put some thought into this. So Chuck named a game for his, his favorite game tonight. It's a Blizzard game. Blizzard's the name of the company that created it. I've played a number of games of theirs over the years, from StarCraft and the original uh, Warcraft, Warcraft 2, Warcraft 3. These were all strategy-based games that were a lot of fun. But before that, when they were console games, they had a handful I loved, from Blackthorn to Lost Viking. If you ever played any of these, you automatically they popped your head like, oh, yeah, that was a badass game. But there was one game, one of their first games they created, called Rock and Roll Racing. This game was the best racing game I've ever played, and it was Filled with music. These are old uh, 16-bit games. So this is Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. And they had shit like Black Sabbath on there. Mm. And it was all rock and roll music. And it wasn't the words, but it was just the the electric guitar version yes. of a 16-bit game, which made it incredible. It's like yes. digitized, but yeah. you know the songs. And they were all driving related. Now, this driving game, you looked up above the cars and the track. It was old games back for the Nintendo that you saw, I want to say it was called like 4x4 or Monster Truck, where you saw the track from above and you could see your truck driving around the whole course. Mm-hmm. And you could see everybody else, you're bumping into each other. Mm-hmm. It's like that, 
but every you could pick a character, and every character had its own special. I don't want to say special ability, special stats. One guy's a little faster than the other. I believe that's how it worked. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I don't think that was the case. Yeah, like one's got better acceleration. Like I thought top that, speed. Maybe. So Turns I don't know, because better. You can upgrade yeah. your cars. So you go from this hoopty looking car to, that looks like a bug, like a Volkswagen bug. Eventually you have this like cool tank looking thing that has all treads. But you shot uh, rockets. You could buy guns and upgrade them. You could drop bombs behind you, all while you're looking above the track and rocking out to some good music. Scores a first place knockout. Rip finishes second. Dread takes a weak third. Viper is in another time zone. So, one of the songs on that track was called Radar Love by Golden Earring. Mm. Enjoy, everybody. Have a great week.
No more speed, I'm almost there. Gotta keep cool now, gotta take care. Last car to pass, here I go. And the line of cars drove down real slow. Walk. And the radio played that forgotten song. sang he a same song This song was covered. Wasn't White this? Lion. Wasn't this covered in Wayne's World by the Hot Girlfriends Band? No. Uh, no, she did. Uh, Tina Carell did. Uh, in the man in the back, who's never yeah. attacking it, turn into a ballroom blitz, ballroom blitz. Never heard of it. Was this like when we went into the whole debate yet again on the six to noon? Was that you part guys got to fucking get off of me. I mean, those blur together, man. Yeah, they no. do. That's been every Never. episode. I can't narrow that down. So let me give you an example. <laughs> it's the last, like, five. This is the third time we've talked about it today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you might as well just change this to the Six to Noon podcast. <laughs> did Reginald yeah. put that into the Urban Dictionary? Tim, Reginald did you did. read it? <laughs> Reginald did. <laughs> Did you notice, or are you, you just asking? No, I'm just asking. Yeah, if anybody was to go to Urban Dictionary, Rich all made a submission of what a six to noon is, and it's been waiting. Like, they have to approve it. Oh. So it's been out there for a good two weeks now. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> waiting for the so, Urban Dictionary approval process. So not only did we define <laughs> it, but we used it in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Inappropriate. In, inappropriate? <laughs> what? I don't think there's such uh, a word. No, yeah. I like unappropriate. Yes. Now. Unappropriate, I don't think is a word. <laughs> I mean, now. I get it, but. I like, no, I like it. But, but, here's, but here, here, here. That, that might be your best word fuck up ever. Oh. You just oh, totally created oh. a new word. Is it a word fuck up or it's, is it just the long con? Because you guys are making up a definition for six, six to, noon. to noon that is not correct. <laughs> oh my gosh. Six to noon's in the Urban Dictionary, guys. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this. God, oh God damn it. But now I want to talk about t-shirt ideas. So I got Winnebago for MJ. For Chuck, I'd really like to have my superpower is adjacency, but then have it like on the side of the shirt. <laughs> not where it's supposed to be, but like diagonal, <laughs> like running off the edge. Not all the way side, not your left, but like left center. So adjacent to yeah. his chest. Adjacent. That's My great. superpower is finding things that are adjacent and having it right there. 
I think that would be genius. All right. And then Tim, fuck. Tim, your, your t-shirt Six ideas to are, noon. honest to God, Six limitless. To <laughs> limitless. Put like five of them on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six. So mm-hmm. I'm Tim. I'm a parrot head. Like with his parrot head on there should totally be a shirt. That's so true. Or just I'm a parrot head and then have his picture with the fucking parrot head on. And four other sayings. And then <laughs> a lot well, on six this to busy noon. T-shirt. Six to noon, and you have like some. You just see hands in front of you, like both have three fingers up. Yeah, <laughs> like like Wolverine, <laughs> Wolverine claws. Six to noon, baby. Tim just wants a Bing Bong shirt. Bing Bong. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> bing Bong. Those are gonna be socks. One sock will say Bing, the other will say Bong. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> On the bottoms. Yeah, but you got to wear them on the opposite feet because anybody who's reading it is going to be the other side of you <laughs> looking at you. So the bing actually has to be in your right foot. The bong has to be in your left because otherwise they're going to say bong bing. Ha! Tim. You have to cross oh, you your legs. Ha- yeah, your I got gotcha. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you have to cross your, your legs. Cross your feet. Cross your feet. So we're, we're going to sell socks in both bing bongs and bong bings. Yeah. <laughs> your choice. His and hers. Mm-hmm. You've had a few other things that you've said that I thought were really funny. Oh, um, Eiffel Sour. I love that. That should be a shirt. That and it was should accidental. Be, it should be two dudes standing with a chick in between. You don't see any genitalia, mm-hmm. but like the guys have their hands up, and she is super tall, so they're like hitting her at the back of the like lower back, right above the breasts. That's the rifle tower. It's really <laughs> fucked up. Two short guys with a really tall chick. Didn't do it right. <laughs> <laughs> and it says Eiffel Sour under it. <laughs> you have a lot rolling around in your head right now, don't you? So I actually need your help and you know the lizards if they want to. I'd prefer it from them. I need a list of our favorite, you know, favorite memories of the show. I'm gonna throw some shit up on YouTube with our pictures and do a little slideshow to attract hopefully some new audience. But I need examples of your favorite stories. Favorite things we've done, whether it was Chuck's low note or Chuck when he got super high. I think that would get my vote. That Super Lemon Haze recording. Yep. It's pretty fantastic. MJ's 19-year-old mistake. (laughs) Um, Winnebago. Beefy vagina stories. Uh, There's multiples. Well, that was just one big long story. And how how that all tied together was pretty interesting. And wrapped all the way around to Jeff's uh, gash painting. Uh, stuff like that. Tim, oh my God. <laughs> Six to noon, you're fucking it. Destroyed balls. Tara. Tara. That was a really good one. That's one of my favorite stories. That was good. Mm. Respect Tara. Bitch. So I need examples like that <laughs> of some of your favorite parts, even if they were just fucking, you know, 10 second things. So shoot me emails. Shoot me a text. Do it now. Mm-hmm. Who do you think will put more in the spreadsheet, MJ or the lizards? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, none of them have access, apparently. Over <laughs> under You ever hear of ritual killing? <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear of a ritual killing? Hey, have you have you been watching uh, Vice at all? I, we, we talked about that in like earlier episodes and stuff, but oh. Vice TV. Anybody? Anybody? Oh, is that the um, channel that has like Dark Side of the Ring on it? Yes, possibly. I think I've seen a couple of those episodes. So they have this. Kind of like the black sheep. I feel like they cover stuff that's different. It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they've got some really good stuff on right now. One is like behind the scenes uh, of the first Star Wars movie. Oh no, I would love to watch that. Oh, so good. There's it's a two parter, so it's a two it's two hours long. Nice. Yeah. Did so. you did you guys speaking of Star Wars, did you see California's getting in the Star Wars making business? No. They just had What do you mean? They <laughs> like just the had state? I know. The what state. do you mean so, when you say California? So you'll have uh movies go to specific locations and they'll get tax subsidies. And those tax subsidies help then. Gotcha. They did fund that in Detroit movie. for a while. They or did. maybe mm-hmm. still are. Actually, well, they did it up in Pontiac, Flint. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Right? Some of those areas mm-hmm. here in, in Michigan. Yeah. And that's where they have studios. Well, right. they are, they just approved the most expensive uh, dollar amount for a movie before, or it's really a set of movies. But it was 20, uh, what was it? I can't read my own writing. $28.9 million. To get into the movie making business. And the reason is why it has to be in California or why they want it to be. When they shot The Mandalorian, they came up with this new technology to put them on a stage that the stage itself was digital. So instead of uh, acting with a green background and a ball in front of you, and they're like, this is a creature, you have to act afraid. Like they do some actual digital work and get started on what everything's going to look like before the movie or TV show instead of after the fact. So they can get it done in a quicker amount of time, and the actors have stuff to actually start reacting with that's more realistic mm. to them. So it's a huge digital stage. Yeah, there's a, behind, there's a behind the scenes. If you have Disney Plus, there's a behind the scenes of how they did the Mandalorian, like that. Again, that setup, the the stage that they use, all the cinema cinematics that go into yeah. it. It's it's really cool. Well, I would love to watch something. Is like that, that that same thing? Is that a digital stage as well? It's the same exact thing. Yeah, oh, that's okay. exactly what it's... So since, yeah, since this Disney... Is new technology. Now, yeah, since Disney okay. owns, right, right, the Star Wars universe, the Mandalorian, when they produced it, um, first season, they did a behind-the-scenes. So, like, on Disney+, Plus, they do all these, like, behind-the-movie you know, behind the movie or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Been, yep. Right, it's with the subscription. But, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, TV shows now are at the point where they're surpassing movies, so I don't know why... Well, and, I, like, the the actors and actresses that they get for these things now, like that's so appealing because it's not a one and a half to two and a half hour movie. It is 10 hours worth of content in one season or what have you. So like thinking of like Reese Witherspoon and um, Nicole Kidman in that, uh, oh crap, what was that one on? Um, Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman. Oh, the newest one? I know, I know. I wasn't planning on talking about it. So the name (laughs) of it is like uh, like two or three seasons that were on HBO. (gasps) No. Oh, uh, where they live in like Laguna, California, and I know what you're talking about. Nicole Kidman and her husband. Fuck. I never saw it. Uh, I remember Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Yes. Yes. But there. But that's my point. Like. Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, like that type of, those types of actresses, that level of actress doing more of a series instead of just solidly going with movies. Well, and they're doing roles that are not typical TV roles, right? These are so much more in depth and big. Mm -hmm. You look at uh, Matthew McConaughey when he was in True Detective. Mm -hmm. Like, boom, I always liked Matthew McConaughey, but that showed who he was. I mean, what a great actor. That was that was a great TV show. For great me. show, one of the best ever. Yeah, so, 
So I don't know. I find that kind of stuff really interesting. Stranger Things. So who's the guy that plays Hopper? What's his name? His name is David Harbour. David Harbour has been around for a while, but he was nobody until he yeah. did Stranger Things. I never saw him but that I can think of. I mean, his career blew up because mm-hmm. of that. He went from barely being anything to being in all kinds of stuff in a, a Marvel movie. Marvel movie, yeah. Right? I mean, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. What else was he in? I have no idea. Well, he did Hellboy recently, which bombed. Yes, that's um, right. But he was in, obviously, that new Black Widow Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Stranger Things alone. I, I kind of meant before Stranger Things. Though. Oh, bit parts and nothing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I believe. Maybe I'm incorrect. He got fit in season four, man. Reginald, spot check me for Hopper. Was he in anything before Stranger Things? I said yes. I'll have a ding ding or wrong there. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> thanks, Reginald. What the fuck? <laughs> I like Winona Ryder in that movie or in that show, yeah. even like I right? feel like it resurrected. She, her she was an it A-list did. actress, mm. I would say, back in her day. Way back in the day. Way back in the day. Like in the 90s, Bites? Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's like ninety three. Interrupted mermaids. Nineties. Yes, twenty two years ago. Um, Edward Scissorhands. Nineties. <laughs> No, I know. That's what I'm referring to. Now that's yeah. a question. Yes, yeah. she's re- my point is she's re- yes, she's resurrected oh, yeah. now in the yeah. current in in today's filmmaking and everything. But she she was a a big actress in her. Well, I I agree. Time. I feel like Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, nineties. Oh eighties. God damn it! <laughs> you tricked me. <laughs> well done. Um, I find it really fascinating. These TV shows are so new different and gritty that they're resurrecting careers br- making brand new stars and having really Heathers <laughs> sorry having really famous people is that 90s? that's that, close that was very that like was definitely 90 might have been 89 was that with Christian Slater? yes about a joint that was a great fucking movie oh I have I have I don't want one of her little tiny joints. <laughs> I, I, I found one left. today on accident that Chuck left in my I, in my dope. I and put I it in his thing to go home because I don't want to break it. My I travel container it. that I keep the weed in. He yeah, put it in there so it didn't break. Yeah. I looked in there today. I'm like, what is this tiny fucking joint in here? Like, is this trash? Like, how did this end up in here? I couldn't figure out what it was. <laughs> and then when we got here, Chuck's like, oh, I left my joint in your thing. I'm like, oh, that's what that yeah. was. You're winning. Well, I was hoping it was going to be here. I was going to grab it today. Well, I was going to try to remember. Well, if it was anyway. a $20 joint, you would have been a lot more careful about making <laughs> well, sure. I mean, I figure a $20 joint would come in like a actual container. This, and this I is what you take in my do. pocket. <laughs> Chuck, next time she's out of the room, yeah. dig around this whole room. What I want you to do is look for rune joints. And when you get five rune joints, if you put it together with that original joint, you can craft a bigger, better joint. I've never been on your deck. You've never been on a deck? Shut up. Have you been on lots of decks? Second deck. Are you kidding me? I'm just asking you a question. Wait, what? A deck? I'm yeah. confused. We were just on one 15 minutes ago. Yeah, I have a deck. <laughs> you were on my deck. Second deck. You said you like my deck. Second deck. You commented on my deck. Second deck. <laughs> nice size deck. You told my husband you liked his my, his deck work. Second deck. <laughs> I'm an innocent bystander, although I, I still can't get a, get on your <laughs> six to me. I disagree as well. <laughs> you are not fucking innocent. I'm sorry. Reginald, <laughs> play back the tapes. <laughs> I just want to make sure Tim wasn't buying into any of that. No. Okay. What? <laughs> what? What? 
it's not the first time she's thrown us under the bus. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when I said earlier I, I fucking not- hate you all? <laughs> <laughs> all means one, two, all of us, three. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. yeah, everybody in this. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> Owen's safe from Tim's wrath. I feel uh, a review coming on. No, you fuck this podcast. Fuck you guys. One star. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm out. This is my dissection of Tim. He does two things that I find really interesting. If he says something that he doesn't want to have to explain, he acts like he has no idea what you just said. And I find that really funny. <laughs> and the other thing he does is he'll know something he wants to talk about, but he has no idea what exactly it is. He just knows a smidgen of it. So he'll say something like, you know, that movie that just came out? And just leave it to you to figure yep. out the rest. Oh, I, it is I know. so... Me mechanic, not speak English. But he know what me mean when me say car no go. And we best friends. So me think, why waste time? Say lot word when few word do trick. And you feel like there should be more information. But you also feel like he, he should have given you enough to start going with this. Sometimes words you know need use. But need need for talk talk. It's so a you real fucking it talent. It is. Yeah. Uh, he ropes me into a lot of things. I have. Yeah. It's just shocking. And then leaves you there because. Yeah. And then I'm lost. <laughs> and then we're talking about something I didn't even bring up, yeah, and I didn't know I had such a big opinion on. It works quite a bit for him. <laughs> it that does. whole uh, throw out a idea that he's trying to come. Up. You you make that work all the time. Some somebody usually picks up on it. Here we have a word code. The same way we have a dress code. And what we're talking about is basically the speech equivalent to just wearing underpants. I'm a magician. I agree. What was that beautiful mind thing? Like Russell Crowe? Mm-hmm. You're like uh, tainted mind. Tainted. <laughs> Tim's tainted experience. <laughs> we don't even need that. I hate your face. <laughs> oh, I mean, it had all the elements. You didn't see it coming. Parts of it really hurt. Yeah, yeah. we did it like back to back weeks. Uh, I feel like the second week I was more clean headed and could perfect the noise, and that's what was that's incredibly what, important to me. What you were going for? Sorry, I started to <clears throat> skittle. I thought we were done. <laughs> I mean, I think we essentially are, right? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have fucking just waited, huh? It was like, I, was, oh, I love that that one skittle fucked you up so bad you didn't even want to talk. So right. sorry. <laughs> Did you ever see Romeo and Michelle's want, high school reunion? Yes. Do you remember Janine Garofalo's character in there? Wasn't she like rich at the end? I think she was well off, yes, because she was smart and she Came grew up it. to... Okay. Yeah. Um, but my point was there was a another girl that went to the high school that was always, you know, just Miss Chipper and saying hello to everybody and like had a student body and like, you know, this perfect picture of a, of a student and all the things. And every time she would be like, make sure you take a name tag. Oh, my God, Toby, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> she said that like so many times in that movie. And I don't know what made me think that. <laughs> I don't either.
Ding ding, ding ding, ding ding. Uh. Sorry, I started eating a skittle. I thought we were done. Sorry, you were saying?